Bad Philosophy, Episode 0 for August 18th, 2008. The following was recorded at Freebirds World Burrito. It was very impromptu and very random. The sound quality may be bad, but I guarantee you our philosophy was worse. And you're such a and you punch them in the face. They were verbally assaulted. They, they essentially yeah. threw a punch with their voice. Yeah. But you have to be careful. You have to have articulable facts. You have to be able to say he said this, and, and that has to be you know like how this recording. Yeah. But it's one of those things that that I'm I'm, I'm someone asked me once. You know, would it be okay if someone stood up on top of a government-owned building, say for example, the student union building, Texas Tech, stood on top of that building, which is a government-funded building? Don't let anyone tell you differently. Um, that the rights of the Constitution are applied there more than anywhere else. Um, we're allowed to stand on the building, wanted to stand on top of the student union building and yell, f you through a megaphone. <laughs> Would they be allowed to do that? But I have a problem with that. And the answer is no. No, because, because we somebody... have a free speech zone. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, it's I, like... No, that is free. And, that, and they've actually taken that to court. Free speech is free everywhere. Yeah. Um, like, we, we're not required to go into the free speech no, zone. Which is why I did my chair thing there, strictly because of that pointing out the irony of having a free speech No. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 you, you haven't. Yeah. I, I put it on Facebook and, and nobody knows about it. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm actually making it into a film right now. Okay. I sat in the, in the free speech zone in, the, in an orange armchair wearing Groucho Mars glasses, my red and yellow shoes for 24 hours and filmed the entire process. I also, during that, handed out co- photocopy word copies of the word Fjord on paper, handwritten, numbered, and signed by Kevin. Um, I'm going to pull up John Cena where I can uh, run out for a second. Okay. <laughs> All right. I hate you. Um, but, no, but, but I did that for 24 hours and filmed it. And we'll I, was holding this, I was holding this big sign that said, uh, this is art. Yes. Um, okay. I saw you with... Okay. Yeah, I saw the, was, picture. You saw the picture. Yeah. That yeah. was my profile. Yeah. Um, and actually, the other side of the sign, because I was afraid of getting hassled by somebody for, for being there. Yeah. Because despite the fact that I had the right to, that doesn't mean you're going to be allowed to. Right. Um, and so the other side of the sign that I showed about half the time, said, please don't read this song. And so if anybody asked, I wasn't just doing this to do this, I was, I was protesting. I was protesting the right to protest. Because I can stand here with the sign says, please don't read this sign, and you are forced to read that by looking at it. You're going to read it. You're, you're compelled to read that. Yeah. I shouldn't be allowed to do that. That's imposing on your rights to not read things. <laughs> so I did that. And so, and, and oh. actually, I wound up in the Avalanche Journal. Um, and it's in the caption of the photo, just a photo of me. It's a caption said, protesting the right to protest. Um, and I filmed it, and actually, uh, in the in the movie, when it, when it finally comes out, I'm uh, trying to finish editing it. Um, that's going to be part of it, because he showed up while I was there, just walking by. A guy yeah. from the, the, from the, from the AJ. Yeah, the AJ walked by, you know, photographer, and was like, what are you doing? And took my picture. And the, the paper came out before I finished sitting on the chair. Oh, wow. So like, I had people bring me the paper, and, and we have me on in the paper, you know, and in the and chair. And pictures of you with the paper yes. sitting like, on the wow. it's really It's really cool. Um, it was a very strange experience, but but it was, it was I was doing a lot of things with it. One talking about the idea of free speech zone being the most idiotic thing you can have in this country. Yes, because free speech is free everywhere, except we're in, we're in a private business right now. Yeah, if I say something offensive to a manager or an owner or employee, they have the right. To they kick have the right out. to kick me out. Right. And I accept that fact. I am here because it is their property, and they want me, and they allow me to be here. Well, then again, but you did pay. 
you did pay for the right to eat here. Yes. You did, you did buy food from I them. I paid for the right to eat here. I didn't pay for the right to stand here and yell obscenities. Stand here and yell obscenities, yeah. Uh, and, but if I walk out in the street right over there, that is government property, and if I'm standing on the median, I'm not, I'm not a hazard to traffic, because you know, clear and present, present danger, that's a yeah. BS argument of everyone. Ooh, here's a fun thing to put on the podcast. <laughs> Kill John McCain. Kill Barack Obama. Yeah, those two things, we really don't those two things yeah. that I just said can be thrown in jail for many years. Yes. Well, is that now, freedom of speech? Now, wait. You, saying kill, you know, telling somebody else to kill him, or saying I'm going to kill Barack Obama or John McCain? Either one. Either one. Either one yeah. is, is considered a clear and present danger. I'm doing air quotes. Clear yeah. and present danger to those people who aren't who aren't even in who aren't even presidents at this point in time. Yeah. And but if somehow the words were to flutter across the wind and reach their ears, some well, no. If, if Secret <laughs> so, Service so, okay. listens to this so, podcast, yeah, so when this podcast comes to part, when this podcast, Jeff McKenzie, my name is Jeff McKenzie. <laughs> I was going to say you know, they, they find your alias and they find through the website or something your actual name, but you just told them that. So you might have very well, but one of them becomes. President, have someone come up and knock on your door I and wouldn't ask you be questions. surprised. Oh, I, I guarantee that, and I don't guarantee because I, I can't promise this, but I would not be surprised that by the time I'm 35, I am in a prison somewhere where I will never be heard from again because of my freedom of speech. I'll come visit you. You won't be able to find me unless you're there too, which oh, I'd be I glad to see you. I'll be in, I'll be in the cell right next to you. We'll we'll, we'll give you a secret <laughs> transmitter in his head somewhere yeah. that, that they'd have to like remove his brain to get to, and so we'll be able we'll to find him. We we'll have to remove his, his brain to get it in. So <laughs> difficulties. So we'll walk up to some like government base. We want to talk to this prisoner. What? Yeah, it's our right to talk to prisoners, right? <laughs> yeah, we're coming to talk to him. Sorry, son. Did you read the Patriot Act? Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, you know, I saw a news article the other day about actually something that Lawrence Lessig brought up, which is, it was at a digital media conference, someone was asking him a question about the Patriot Act, Mm -hmm. and um, what it, kind of the implications for the digital media in the future. And he revealed that basically there is a, a, an iPatriot Act, an internet Patriot Act that has been written up, that has been in somebody's file cabinet in Washington for five to ten years, waiting for an incident like 9-11 for them to in- implement it. Just like the Patriot Act was sitting in somebody's file cabinet for a decade waiting for 9-11 and then it was passed right after 9-11 without even letting the congressmen who were voting on it read it. Um, but the record show, I'm trying very hard not to punch through the window that's on my left. <laughs> we, we would find that very unfortunate if Kevin oh. hurt his hand in the filming of this. Jeff, or recording. Jeff, 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 sorry. Kevin was a slip. <laughs> <laughs> and that um, we would have to be probably kicked out of our this wonderful establishment yes. because he put his hand through the window. <clears throat> we're now eating at Freebirds, and we'd love to have them sponsor our show because we're poor college students, and we really need the money. Um, no, I, I believe you. Like, it, it's, it's just one of those things that we, we know this is going on at the highest levels of government, yet we, have, we feel powerless to influence it. Because, we are a, powerless to influence it. <laughs> Well, I'm not sorry. completely. Um, well, very few people have the ability to rise through the political ladder or the corporate ladder or whatever it takes to get up <laughs> both ladder. Yeah. 
and um, and really you know know the right people and influence it. However, usually in the process, once the people get to that point, they become corrupted by the very system that they, 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 they bring have down. To be corrupted, who can get up there? <laughs> it's like uh, in Dark Knight, you know, all the time. You either uh, what, how, what? How does Harvey Dent put it? You uh, say I believe this, in Harvey Dent. <laughs> oh, no. uh, you either die or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah. Die fighting. Says, die fighting. Yes. yes. And uh, it's that sort of thing. That's you know? very true. And if you if you stay in that fight, if you stay in that fight to in, get in to the top system, I believe, sir. <laughs> the current one we live in. Yes. Yeah. I, I think because you can't you can't aspire. Uh, the book Sorry. Since Man you've been gone, up. John, <laughs> <laughs> we we have since moved on to uh, the government and the Patriot Act and other um, topics of that nature. But no, what what we need and what we won't have is something like the the flower child revolution of the 60s. Oh, people don't care enough for that to happen no, see, now. The thing is, they do care. You <laughs> care. I care. We care. Yeah, but it's... Everybody at the table cares. The problem is the same medium that has become so ever-present. Um, so, omnipresent, there's the word I'm looking for. Yes. Is the internet. Is, is people can sit at yes. their keyboards and make a blog post, make a podcast, make a Twitter about the problems with the tweet. <laughs> the tweet. You got to be correct here. <laughs> Make a tweet about the problems with the government and feel that they have done their job. Well, because they've because shared they've it with a bunch of people. Out. Yeah. They've shared it with a bunch of people. But, but there's probably no, people who will read it and go, oh, that's a good idea, and then not do anything. Yeah. There's no physical impact. Well, see, that's the problem with the internet. So you can see all these individual ideas, but there's no way for people to feel unified. Like, I would there's social networking, of course, but the blog posts you're talking about, they're all spread out. How many thousands of blog places and social networking places are there on the internet that are spreading these all these ideas? I've got what one term, seven years to win. You know, just yeah. everywhere they're they're but gone yeah, because they get blown away. That, those those blogs, all this, there's there's massive. Even if we could collect them, there's no physical, no visual impact. It doesn't make a good sound, but it doesn't right. make a good picture. And this is this is the thing with Ron Paul. You know, he has so many people on the internet, and yet yes. it was. Almost purely on the internet. Now, I have to admit, I went to the grassroots organizations of people, and there was a physical presence. Yeah. However, somehow, it was not a physical enough presence. The the silent majority out there that just votes with CNN was or powerful. Fox, or or any Fox. Doesn't matter. They all vote the same. News. They're all owned by the same people. <laughs> MSNBC crap. To be honest with you, I hate them all equally. 24-hour news has ruined this country. Yes, I, I agree wholeheartedly. But I'm there were enough people out there. For the freedom of the press. The problem is that's not that's not press. That's money. <laughs> that's propaganda. <laughs> Sorry, you have to draw the line. So somehow we have to fill twenty-four hours with something. So you end up getting you know John McCain's wife's cookie recipe. Or Jesus or Cheetos. Jesus. Cheetos. Whoa, I totally missed that. Cheetos shaped like Jesus. Oh. Just one, like it was in a bag that she found it, but it looked like Jesus on the crucifix. So you know, it's like the the, the Mary imprint like on, on the peanut butter jelly. Yep. Wound up wound yeah. up on CNN. I've seen it. It doesn't matter. They're all the same. I don't yeah. care which one it is. And we have talk of staycations and all this other bull crap. And oh, here's, here's something that ticks me off. The most powerful news show in our country right now? The shows. Daily Show. The Daily Show. The, the most Daily powerful show. News show is a comedy show. And you know why? Because it's so ridiculous. And he's calling yeah. he's calling a well, spade a spade. Worse? What's worse? The fact that um, 
that is are the most watched so-called news show, or that so many people actually believe some of the things he says. It's not that. It's that we don't no, believe any of no, the stuff he says. We, we don't. But oh, we yeah. are usually of the higher intellectual majority. <laughs> usually. Or no, I know it. I've talked to many of uh, people of the lesser intellect, intellectual mi- mi- majority, whatever you want majority. to say. Majority. 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 Minority or majority. Right. But anyway. And it's put it under a creative comments line. Thank you. They really... Believe some of the bullshit he comes up with. Uh, see, I don't, yeah. Like, yeah. whenever they have the segments with Rob Riddle going, oh, it's so painful! It's so painful! I mean, it's like, that's comedy! You know, he's not, you know, when Stephen Colbert goes on there and fakes being a conservative, it's faking being a conservative. He's not being mean, mean to his guests, he's being accurate. When he brings the influence that it's, a, that it's influencing on people, because if all they see is the comedy, the fake stuff, the not, the not quite real, okay, nowhere near real, <laughs> then they have nothing to contrast it with. They don't, you know, oh, all they, they see, if, oh, they only see the black side of things and they never look for the white being the, the okay, true not, or not the racially true speaking. <laughs> yeah, not racially <laughs> speaking. The true or <laughs> news of CNN, CBS, and stuff like that. If all it's they see is the, is the fake, like, it is true er. Uh, true er. They at least have the Olympics. Well, they don't admit that they're lying to you. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> if that's all they see is one side of the coin, then they don't believe, they don't care about the other side of the coin because to them it doesn't exist. That's true. That's true. How do you know what white is if you've never seen black? What I want, what but the I thing want is, to you do get... I, I have to protest on this, David. I think you do see black and white on The Daily Show and The Colbert Report. Whenever they have people on to interview... It, it gets serious, like John especially. Stephen, yeah, he, he kind of tries to get satirical, but John will actually. It, you'll you'll see when he's being serious about an issue, and you can tell. Um, usually, the moment of Zen at the end is the best part of the show. Well, well John Stewart, like we go look what else he was on uh, Crossball, or Hardball, whatever it was called. Oh, uh, um, Crossfire. Crossfire. <laughs> I like Crossball though. It actually, actually was a show for a while. It was a fake, <laughs> fake show on Comedy Central <laughs> called Crossball. Um, <laughs> it didn't last very long. I imagine. Um, but no, he was on Crossfire. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. But, but he was making that same point, though. That it, it, but he is, and he actually does care about the issues. And, and, is, and is, I don't disagree with him on a lot of things, but that's not the point, is, is he does have an opinion. And, yeah. And what I want to see is, is we've got we've got Fox Ground Balance. We've got CNN, all the news that's fit to print. Um, yeah, New York Times, I realize. But uh, I mix metaphors. Um, uh, CNN's like the place for the politics. Place for, the, 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 the place for who cares. Um, yeah. But what I want to see is I want to see the bias out in the open. Yeah. That would make me happy. It's like, yes, we're a conservative news source. Yes, we vote for McCain. Yes, we believe in these things. But they try Our to news be, comes from that point but of view. People don't necessarily yes. know they're biased because that's, biased why I want the, the, that's the worldview that they see in the world. That well, but I want them to tell them that. But they don't see, know that. That's the thing is that all these news companies say they proclaim that, yeah, we're trying to be unbiased. We're trying to be, but they really are. So by that, they're tweaking everybody toward the direction because well, everyone perception believes that is unbiased reality. is what they're telling and then, you. Exactly. This is something that we learn in philosophy perception of mind. I mean, is, per- is perception reality. is 90% of reality. What's mm-hmm. actually true, if there is such a thing, it so makes like, very little difference for what people think is true. Of reality versus actuality. Yes. And actuality is a word that I, I may have made up. I don't know. It I don't, exist. It I don't I've, speak English. Um, what may not work, the existence of but you have, you have the reality is the world that as, as we Stephen's got his reality. 
John's got his realities. Uh, Jeff has his reality. Um, I'm speaking of myself, of course, in this, in this term. Has, has my own, I have my own reality that, that exists only to me in a philosophical standpoint. Yeah, we, we, they, they have some, a lot of similarities. We're both in this conversation, or, or maybe not. Maybe, maybe, comes out. maybe, maybe I'm just imagining all of this. So maybe you're imagining I'm Maybe I didn't really sleep past 10 o'clock this morning. I'm imagining all of you. Yeah, maybe you're still dreaming, John. <laughs> the world was started in 1971. Yeah, and you can't prove otherwise. I still, was that, I still wonder if that was Because we can't go back to 1971 and see whether the world began there well, or not. Well, you can't prove, you can't prove that the, the things that we think happened before this exact moment happened or if we just think they have. Right. You can't prove that. Now, there, there could very well be an actual actuality that exists out there, and I'm, I'm of the opinion that there is, because otherwise the nihilism in me would really take over, <laughs> and I would probably do some things that I would later regret, as I said, in the jail cells in some unknown country. <laughs> probably, yeah. Put that by the U.S. government. Um, but we have to acknowledge that, and going with the news, news course thing, is, is they have to acknowledge that they perceive things a certain way. And ignoring that... Well, they, they create a certain perception. Well, exactly. They, that too. They, they create that and, and from their perceptions, that their perceptions get put into other perceptions. And we see that as, as an unbalanced representation of the actuality of the world. And that just further changes other realities, uh, personal realities. Uh, and, and it had boards both ways. There are people who love Fox News and follow your religious I, I have to admit, I used to watch Fox News because I thought it was fair and balanced. And, and <laughs> well, then I woke not? up. They, they tell you it's fair and no, balanced. Well, they tell me. I mean, we, <laughs> we tell people they have to follow the law, do they? <laughs> so let me ask you this question. Do you think something like Dig is more accurate because it's coming from any source? No. I don't, I don't think so. The, because Dig has its inherent biases. So well. Dig has a very, very much so bias. Is it possible <laughs> to have news that is unbiased? That's no, my point. I don't think it is. No, I think and it is that's impossible why I want to have that balance to put their bias out there. So because since, I don't believe yeah. in a biased news. So you yes. think people should be completely um, open that, okay, it's going to be biased. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a great example, uh, Penn and Teller have a show on Showtime. Uh, it's, it's called Bulls Pit. Um, <laughs> that's what they always say it on the radio. Um, and, and it's a show about players, bookstops, that they, they think about, they, they are worried about, concerned about things that they think are bull. Um, oh, I said the word. <laughs> oh, no. We're on the internet. Beep. Freedom wins. Beep. <laughs> this is not a family show. <laughs> no. Sorry, Mom. So you, you were saying about, like, the... Um, oh, Penn and Teller show. Yeah, um, Penn and Teller. They are very clear about their biases. They yeah. tell you exactly what they believe, and they tell you everything we present to you is going to be. He will show you the side. Oh, you should decide in a way that looks stupid. <laughs> Go think for yourself and do some research on this. So our perception is the way we see things. Figure it out on your own. We're not going to hold and your hand. Here's the, the thing: when you encourage people to think for themselves, it's not that they're going to be able to to somehow find out the absolute truth somehow. What, what's going to happen when they when somebody thinks for themselves is they will form an informed opinion rather than just assuming copying, copying an opinion that somebody else gave yes. them, which I just did. <laughs> That's rather ironic. You know, I don't know. Bacon and Kiss Airlines. I stole from Penn Jillette. Uh, talking to Airport Security when we were a few minutes ago. So, um, you know, really, I have to say, there are no truly new ideas in the world. There are just uh, cleverly recycled former uh Definitely. I do agree with that. Why? Why do you agree? Why do you think that? Why do I think Why that? Why do you think that? Um, 
Because the human brain isn't capable of coming up with anything precisely, exactly new by, by the uh, total meaning of the word. But is that, based, instance, is that based off of our origin or something that we're I think, I think it's a biological standpoint. It's, it it's, is. There's only so many possible connections. The only thing All we, we do is take inputs and make and, it into new things. And, and regurgitate it into something that looks different from previous input, so different perhaps that it looks even new. Well, maybe it, we don't even know where it is. We eat no, food yes. and we <laughs> out turds. So you would think that wow, that that turd, that that must be something new that the human body created. <laughs> it's not. Wow, I think I just degenerated the body. <laughs> I think it's a very accurate metaphor. It's an accurate. It is. It's an accurate metaphor. Taking a variety of things and they all come out looking the same. Yeah, really. Yeah, because because, because as you were saying, though, there's nothing new. There are no new ideas. No, no. <laughs> And, and so, you know, technically, we the human brain is the greenest of all machines. We recycle everything. <laughs> wow. Everyone should stop trying. We've already got it. <laughs> Take that, Sierra Club. <laughs> that doesn't quite work because, what was it, back in the 40s, they tried to close down the patent office and everything because, oh, nothing else can be invented. Um, we've had the computer since then. Well, yes. Once again, we... we, we what, we, we new terms. <laughs> well, here's what we do in different terms. Patents, <laughs> patents are not um, well. No, it was, protections. I, I realize. I realize that, but it was the concept that they thought nothing else could really be new, thought of, and invented. Yes, you know. Inventions yeah, are simply. I think we can all agree we proved them wrong. With <laughs> nothing, if nothing else, the computer. <laughs> but the iPhone. okay, you know, the I'll iPhone, have to. I, I actually, I have to uh, clarify a point. I, I think. The definition of new might be a little deceptive. The, the way we can have a new thing is perhaps a new arrangement of old things. So it's not that we can create new matter, but we can create a new thing by rearranging matter in a way that it has never been arranged in before. So, yeah. that, that, leaves, so in that, that, that sense, sense. That means that matter has always been around or that matter was at one point created. Right. Well, of course. Now this is getting back yeah, into I, a I, different I, I, philosophical I, I problem. But, yeah. I have an answer to the question. Yeah. Stephen's answer, I like the fact that there are six billion people, give or take, on this planet mm-hmm. means. I mean, coincidences aren't armed, first of all, but things are going to. If something is a one in a million shot, when you have six billion people, it's going to happen. It's going to happen six thousand times. Yeah, it's going to happen six thousand times. If I did math right there, uh, billion per million. Yeah, six <laughs> six thousand times. I'm sure we'll have the viewers check us on it. <laughs> viewers, we're on the radio. Listeners, <laughs> hey, they might watch the oscilloscope or something. I, I would. Yeah, you turn on the on something, they listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> the oscilloscope's really cool. I can see the words, <laughs> man. Um, but I mean, look, six thousand people—that's the freshman class of Texas Tech this uh-huh. year. Yeah, that is a large number of people. So yes. things are bound to happen. Randomly, out of the blue, from new new ideas or not, are bound to happen more than one. Place. But but you don't know that that's the rate that something new happens. You just completely pull that number out of the air. No, but but I'm saying that. But it's the ideal that even things that they theoretically predict can only happen the one in a million shots. One in six billion is going to happen. Yeah. Will happen once. And and statistically, and that's statistics rather than, you know, actuality. Actuality. Um, You know, and and because because every single time is a new probability and a new possibility, but... And my favorite quote is, of course, there are lies, damn lies, and statistics. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Because you can make numbers. Here's a a fun thing on numbers. Do we have one? Uh, I put up some signs in Lubbock about a year ago that said 
40% of traffic accidents and one right down the road. Should we go read it? Should we go read it? But we, we can I, I know what it says. Laptop, I know what it says. <laughs> I, I can just quote it to the people listening. Yeah. I know what it says. It says 40% of traffic accidents in Lubbock over the past year involved alcohol. Okay. Well, okay, that's in this ball, that's, that, that's a statistic. We're, we're, we're just looking at numbers. Solely numbers. That's, what all, that's all statistics are, is numbers. Just cleverly worded numbers. Yes. Um, 40% involved alcohol. Well, okay. Um, 40, you can have 100% total, so 100 minus 40 is 60%. 60% of... Uh, yes. Yeah, 60% of traffic accidents did not. Did not involve alcohol. I'm quoting this wrong. <laughs> Maybe we should go read this. Maybe the we should read this. Traffic. We're outside. <laughs> um, we're on the road. You know, the world's first traveling podcast. So actually, we're probably not. No, because things first. happen. Because even though the sign is not going, we could walk. We could walk. We could. Let's walk. Let's, Let's walk. walk. Let's just make sure no one hits us. Because yeah. if we hit the laptop, that would be bad. We lose a lot of valuable stuff. podcast would be gone. All right, so where's the sign? It's, it's on here, but we're getting towards it. Okay. Yeah, it's on the other side of the road. It's the pedestrian-activated This signal. is interesting, because signal. as the only freshman here, I just had to take alcohol education, and it took three hours. And they gave us signs like that brief three hours. Yeah, yeah. No, I, did, I did that back when I was It was stupid then, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's still, it's still stupid. It's still stupid, just for the yeah, record. Alcohol, EDU, the best, the best, like, uh, class, you know, test for the law thing, whatever thing I've had to take. I took an online defensive driving, right? They had, they had snippets what? of Bill Nye the Science Guy. Yes! Uh, Bill Nye! Best show ever. Bill Nye is so awesome. But I'm like, yes. you've got to be kidding me. They brought snippets of Bill Nye. Oh, Bill. I've got Bill. He's actually got a new show. I think you want to do that, Bill. In 2004, he had a new show. Or it's about. not around anymore. Well, he yeah, just the, says the eyes of nine. Yeah, yeah. I totally lobbied for him to come to tech, yeah. and uh, what? The, we, it's nobody wanted to front the money. It's, he's probably expensive. He is very expensive. He's Bill oh, freaking nine. <laughs> signal is actuating. When we get Let's there, actuate. Let's actuate. Let's actuate it. Forty percent right. of traffic fatalities last year in Lubbock involved alcohol. Don't drink and drive. Okay, what here's, here's what I'm saying. What here's what I'm saying. Okay. Now we're like, Let's move Wait. away from the road. We've read the sign now. Okay. Now that the Mustang has driven off. Uh, right. That's even better. That's, that's, that, that proves my point further. Okay. Yeah. What's well, your point? Well, okay, well, once we get further away from traffic. Okay. 40% involved... 40% of fatalities, traffic fatalities in Lubbock involved alcohol. Yes. 60% did not. Yes. A larger percentage of traffic accidents did not involve alcohol. You are safer drunk. <laughs> that is my manipulation of statistics to prove whatever point I want. Wow. Wow. That's a That's good point. That's the point I was trying to make about how statistics are lies. <laughs> numbers lie. People always say numbers don't lie. Numbers are the best liars in the world because people believe them. Think about it. And, yeah, and, yeah. And... What they're trying to say and what they're actually saying is not the same thing. The number of, there is not an equal number of people drinking alcohol and driving as people not drinking alcohol and driving. But that's not what they're saying. Yes, drinking alcohol makes driving worse. You have more accidents that way. But that's not what yeah, the I guess statistics are, Yeah, say. I guess the, that statistic isn't taken into account just accidents. It's only taken into account fatalities. fatalities. Well, no, yes. even then, even fatalities. The number of fatalities happen. There's not a, there's, there are more people in a number sense who drink and drive and cause an accident or a fatality mm-hmm. then there are people who more, not 40% of the drivers in fatalities 
What, how much do I say? This? Okay, we're, we're far enough away. Wait, where, where are we going say, yeah, exactly? Going. Well, actually, we could go to my apartment. Right, oh, yeah, that's where we should watch your apartment. So, um, uh, back to the road. <laughs> yeah. Right, let me switch hands on the laptop. Actually, here. Here, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do all that because I got places to be, people to see. Well, so leave. I don't yeah. care. We'll miss you, Tennille. <laughs> or Zoltar. Tennille. We'll call him Zoltar. Captain and Tennille. Does nobody get that reference? No, you know no, I don't get Captain and Tennille are? It was a musical musical duo. One played the piano, one sang. <laughs> no. Yes, I've got a yes. Okay, I've got right, a yes. We have a yes. We have a captain. That's right. this, this is going to be our man. That's thirty-three percent that said yes. That's a no. That is. That's, 30, that's a one third of strangers know who Captain and Tennille are. One, one third of students at Texas Tech, female students at Texas Tech, yeah, let's say, yeah, know who Captain and Tennille are. That proves a further point about statistics. It All right, does. It's cold. Well, that means two thirds yeah. do not know who they you are. You know what? I'm okay with that. There's enough that two thirds is a large percent. A third is a large percentage. There, I mean, well, you know what? Two thirds is an even larger percentage. It's kind of like your alcohol. It is. It is. But it's substantial. So you are somebody do drink alcohol. I'm saying, guess what? You're safer not to know who these people are. I wouldn't say safer. <laughs> You're less likely to know who they are. Nevertheless, you some one of the three of you should know. <laughs> Oh yeah, my goodness! Same, we're back to the same argument of with each person, the dice rerolls. It's a new themselves. probability, exactly. Yeah. Probability. It's it, because it's probability with replacement. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which you know is is what most probability is. Yeah. Speaking of thing, that sort of stuff, the best money making thing that Vegas ever did was put up Vegas. Vegas. So you, I thought, sorry, I thought you said the Vegas. The Vegas. The Vegas. <laughs> I, I probably because did. there's only one. <laughs> there is. Um, yeah. The best thing that the Vegas ever did um, to make money was put up counters by each roulette wheel that shows you the last ten numbers that have come up. because uh, people try and see. Because oh, oh, it's been there's been five reds in a row. I'm betting black. Yeah. Or yeah. hey, there's been five reds in a row. I'm betting red. Either way, yeah. Either way, that information tells you nothing. Exactly, yeah. it, tells you it gives you nothing. no because the probability is reset every single time. But people think, and they, they can create a strategy on that, and they can use that information and bet more. And the strategy is going to work out because they have this this system now that uses these numbers that does not matter. It's great for them, them being Vegas. The only probability involved in a wheel like that would be if you knew every single solitary variable and plugged them into a computer that could compute them all. And even then you couldn't because you have quantum mechanics. Yeah. Quantum True. mechanics Heisenberg's would, uncertainty principles would still throw another curveball in <laughs> well, there. But you can, but you can probab- make, a, make a probability, make a... Um, but it's, it's you can make up a, you can make a percentage chance and increase your chances. You could increase your likelihood by, by being yeah. able to pre- by being able to predict maybe even the slightest bit toward where it might be going. But like I said, that is a huge drawn out thing. Even that then, people try and do and doesn't really you would work. Have to, you have to have some. You have to have a lot of money. So many yeah, variables. Have have of, have to yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, essentially, you have to know. You have to be able to know yeah. all of the variables, which we all know. To know everything is pretty much impossible. But here's here's the grand debate. This is. I have to say, but you would have to know the exact frictions of every single thing in the system. You'd have to know. Actually, that's pretty much it. The exact frictions of every single thing in the system, including forces. A century. Well, no. If you include 
the forces of the human input. But you can't know uh, if you, you, I mean, you, you know, you can't know anything. But we, we can't know anything. I'm going to go on the record and say <laughs> yeah, no, no. He's a complete skeptic about knowledge. He is um, a total knowledge skeptic. Oh my god. That's goodness. why I'm at college. No, to prove they're wrong. Well, no, I, I'm, saying, I'm, saying, I'm saying that theoretically, if you knew all the variables, which we also theorize you can't possibly exactly. know all the I would variables, say a century ago. theoretically, you could. A century you could ago, people, people would have had the faith that one day we would be able to know all information and predict. One day, God we, will come back. <laughs> Guess what? They're still think thinking that, now, that nowadays. No, no, people no. still think that we could know everything. Well, determinism is still safe. It's still kind of intuitive. Determinism is what we grow up thinking, that everything can be determined given enough knowledge. I'm However, determinist. This isn't Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I drank like a third, so I just don't realize. <laughs> and this is the fundamental thing. Quantum mechanics, according to the Copenhagen interpretation, changed all that. Now we have indeterminism. We cannot know and predict everything that will happen if given an infinite amount of knowledge. It will never it will never occur that we can predict exactly what will happen in the future. Yeah. You know what? This this talking Heisenberg on certain all this stuff. Yes. Maybe think of a play I saw recently that was really oh, sucky. Yeah. I want to go on the record saying Wonderland and Alice sucked. And really poorly used the Heisenberg uncertainty principle. In Alice, it was it was a play. Okay, I'm in the theater department. That sounds here. like that sounds like it goes so many different ways with that. It was supposed to. That's, that's it the was point. supposed to. That's oh my. the point. It yeah. was it was a very racy reinterpretation of Alex with sex and quantum mechanics. Uh, wow, I as, as a physicist, I, I rather like that combination. <laughs> you would, I mean, yeah, because, okay, uh, say, actually let's sounds, just say we, just we get a lot of quantum mechanics, but not a lot of sex. It makes you think. <laughs> well, what? I always want to see this just to see what in the world their well, brains see, came that's up. That's what with. I was thinking too. But the thing is, they didn't come up with anything, and that really made me no, upset. No, there was there was nothing new. They, they would say Heisenberg uncertainty principle. You can't know anything, and then they did, and then uh, um, but they, 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 didn't, they didn't know anything. But that, that's all they said. Oh. It was, so, it was so very. Anybody, so, so the question, irony question, was that question, they question. did anybody as they as they one of the things that they so called theorized quantumly shift being that all the atoms happen to jump in the same direction and reassemble in the exact same orders in that play. Where no, they didn't know anything that cool. Yeah. Because no, <laughs> they, no seriously, they, they've calculated. You know, the calculations from what I've heard that they've done is that a, something the size of a basketball will quantum shift in a complete and completeness of itself one time between the great, the Big Bang, and the Great Smash. Yeah. Oh wow! So and <laughs> I want to see it when that happens. <laughs> wow. this I want to be there. I for went that to the basketball. play not for the sex, but for the quantum mechanics. Okay. I was okay. sorely disappointed. Which I mean, <laughs> tells something about me more than anything else. But I've seen plays of sex, not that not that great. Yeah. But I was really disappointed in the quantum mechanics of it because I, it was it was very. It was someone looked at a book about quantum mechanics, probably quantum mechanics for dummies. And, and so this is why this is why they should get actual scientists to be in, in plays like that. Well, see, because I, otherwise I, it's just stupid. I wish somebody <laughs> had you. asked me to be honest with you. I'm not an expert on quantum mechanics by any stretch of the imagination. But you probably know more than they did. Yeah, I know I know more than they did. And and I really like the people in the play. I know most of them. They're all very nice people. Margie's a great playwright, usually. Um, Margie wrote it. I know her. Margie Pignataro. Yes. Yes. She was my. Uh, uh, theater appreciation teacher. Yeah, she's she's a very good teacher. She's, she is. I really like her as a person. Bit of a lush, but who isn't at the theater department? Um, Welcome to theater. Are, are you sure you want to say that on record? <laughs> who isn't in the theater department? I say it again. Um, 
And and that's freedom of speech. I'm allowed to say that. Yes, you are allowed. Even to say though that. I'm not allowed to say that because of libel. Oh, no, sorry. I'm allowed to lie. That should be that's that's freedom of speech covers lies too. No, but I agree. I, I've seen this. <laughs> they did the entire play with the thing around quantum mechanics, but yet they didn't actually do any of the cool theoretical stuff. There was with there was mechanics. very so little. Like they read a book on quantum mechanics. <laughs> well, no, which, 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 which probably actually means they were holding it during the scene, but actually weren't actually looking at it. Well, they, they, they actually quoted a book on quantum mechanics. Trouble was, it was the book that um, Lewis Carroll wrote about quantum mechanics way back when Lewis Carroll was alive. Uh, as as Lewis Carroll, who, who wrote Alice in Wonderland. Oh, hence, okay. hence the, Lewis Carroll slash Charles Dobbs Dodson Dodson, I think was the last name. Do we? Do we have that book? Maybe, maybe that can be our Audible pick of the week. Should, it should <laughs> Except be. you hate Audible. So I do hate Audible. Okay, no Audible yeah. pick of the week. What, what library they, pick of the week. What if they paid us? Go to the library. <laughs> yes. <laughs> use the public library oh, system. I will, yes. I will take their money and still tell people not to use them. Okay, I have right. no qualms about that. <laughs> so feel free to give me money, Audible. I'm not going to tell people to use your product. <laughs> yeah, okay, captain we over probably guarantee that we never, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yes, no, we should, we should encourage people to use the public library system because it is an extremely underutilized resource yes, in modern society. That's, that's our library recommendation of the week. Yes, is go Thomas to a library. Do you know what everybody else says about the libraries? It's a spectacular waste of money keeping around all these pages of nothingness. To be honest, I, I agree with you too because, because the libraries are public. And that's my money using it. Mind you, I love the libraries. I go to the libraries. But using public funding to do this stuff that not everyone's going to use, that's a problem. That is that is a but then but then no one would go because yes, they have I to did. pay Would you like to join the conversation? Would you like to join but, the conversation, but, please? But see, <laughs> but see, if people if people no, please come on if the people that used it had to pay the full cost of it, then they wouldn't go to libraries. They would just go buy the book because then they could own the book as opposed yes, to just then it would be their property the, as opposed to just, just having to the right to temporarily use the book, which is your same argument about DRM. No, I, no but I you, have, you I can have you can have a private library. I walked out and I was like, many people do? And people do. Yes, and and you can have a public shared library that people buy into, buy a share of this public library. Actually, we do. We, I mean, a private it, library. It's publicly funded, so... But, see, you, you know. don't have the option to opt in uh, or yeah, opt yeah. out. If I if I don't like a library, I can't opt out of paying for it if I live in that town. <laughs> yeah, it's kind true. of like our tuition. We can't opt out of paying for the athletic team we're going to watch. Exactly. Yeah. And, but there are, there are some schools where you can do that, actually. Oh. Now, you got rid of some stuff. Not everything, because they still like your money. <laughs> I made a point earlier, not on this, but I made a point earlier that Texas Tech is a communist system because of things like that. Well, you realize that the university system has not changed since the Middle Ages in the way things are taught and the way things uh-huh. are run. Yeah, no, I realize no, it's bad, We don't have our rocks anymore, though. I still care. No, 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 no. The technology has changed, but the system itself has stayed the same. Administrators, teachers, students no, we need at the very to bring bottom back the of the barrels. Yeah. We need to bring back the rocks. I, I, I think we should bring back I have both my rocks. You got yeah. two rocks. I got two rocks. Because Cheater! Hey, no, no, they they had extra rocks. I took uh, I took. Cheater! <laughs> you get one rock. No, no, no. One. <laughs> one rock. I I got two rocks. I'm I'm not uh, one about rock. No, no, no. He got a second one because he had to go back to it again. Oh no, no, no! I I just he was a mentor last year. I worked with him. <laughs> the cake is a lie. Well. <laughs> the guy on the skateboard with the portal t-shirt. Oh, this guy in the Yes! Yes! The cake is alive! It's so delicious and moist. <laughs> I'm not even lying, really. So if y'all didn't get that, a guy in a portal t-shirt just walked past. This is, this or is gonna guarantee this is gonna guarantee that we get on the front page of Dig. Podcast about portal. Well, sort of. Sort of. You have to listen for 45 oh, minutes and they make so one it. reference. Okay. <laughs> My apartment.
<laughs> okay, I'm real curious though, how y'all got back from, from that sign back to DRM? Because I was talking. <laughs> did we get uh, back to DRM? Yes, I don't, did. We did. I, I we, walked we, up and we, it sounded like it, and I was like, "Are y'all back on DRM?" And then right then you shouted said, out, "This DR- is DRM," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what it was. Uh, um, pay attention next time. <laughs> listen, listen to the podcast. Okay. <laughs> I'll get, no, the thing I'll catch is, up. the thing about libraries is here. I, I think we will always require libraries because a funny oh. thing happens with a library. The books that are contained in the library are for everyone. Now, if you buy a book, you've got it. You have really no obligation to be nice to it unless you just like being nice to books. If you get a book from the library, you have to be nice to it because you know somebody else is going to use that book. Right. And if you damage then why the do book I get it, library books that are torn in half? <laughs> because you get that small percentage of people that aren't good to books. But not that. Well, I don't want those people in my library. But time not a private library. Books, so you're going to be able to take care of it. Increments add up. That's, that's true. That's time true. time is, itself does affect books. This is why things like the Gutenberg Project are so good. Yes. And Spreeder plus the Gutenberg Project, which I told you to try. I've not done Spreeder. But, uh, you know what it is, right? No, I do. It's okay. A flash application, so you put in text from Gutenberg or something, and then it flashes it in front of you, so you can read it 600 words a minute. That's kind of cool. Um, so that's our uh, that's our software pick of the re- week is yeah. uh, Spreeder. <laughs> is it is it is it s p r e e d e r dot com? Huh? Okay. Uh, I don't know about the, I don't know about the dot com, but all right. You know, Google, Google it. Google, Google is your friend. <laughs> Google Spreeder. Go, 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 go. Should we go? Oh, we should go. Yeah. Let's go. All right. Ooh, uh, I'm sure I look kind of stupid running across the road with a laptop in my hand. <laughs> you know what? You should have seen. Did you see the look on Kaylee's face when she saw you holding the laptop? <laughs> no. Everyone's yelling at her. She's like, "What's what? going she's on?" She's like, what, what, "What are y'all doing?" <laughs> We're freedom of speech. Let's go. What now? Uh, where's your apartment? On the side of this building. Oh, okay. No. Bitch, with unlocking distance anyway. Oh. But again, as uh, Stephen Wright once said, everything's within walking distance if you have enough time. Uh, except time. No. Um, Land bridge when it freezes over. Uh, Up in Alaska. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> or heck, just cross the Arctic Circle. <laughs> it freezes over. Just cross the Arctic Circle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm playing speed hockey in car. <laughs> this, may be, this may be one of the first podcasts where we had the danger of being run over. Maybe While the doing the podcast, <laughs> yes. Now we need uh, we need something to kind of wrap up this entire episode into a nice little package <laughs> so that we can send it to everyone. No, so that we can send it down the tubes <laughs> without it without it breaking into pieces. Let's start with the chant: D R M, D R M, bad S U X. No, no, D R M B A D. Yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, I like I like sucks though. D R M sucks. There's only three of us. One letter each. D R M sucks. Sucks. X. We fail. <laughs> just just stop recording it, and that'll be the end. And you know, then we don't have to wrap it up. It's yeah, just, that's it's true. over. Right. Oh, it's uh, we can end it quite like the uh, Monty Python's meaning of life. Uh, be nice to everyone. Uh, do a little good today, and uh, smile. Smile. Smile a few times. That's the probably copyrighted. We can't use that as our closer. Well, oh, I, I didn't say it word for word. Nevertheless, <laughs> that's right there in the smile. Is the smile part of it? Yeah. No, I, I really have no idea. So if we don't have any idea, can you really be infringed on their copyright? Everyone say good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. That's copyrighted too. I'm Darn it. Uh... Thank you for listening to Bad Philosophy. For more information, including show notes and other tasty tidbits, please visit badphilosophy.com.
Hosting for this episode provided by Globat Communications, to whom we are all eternally grateful. We also feature the track Pick Up by Bonobo, now available in the iTunes Music Store. Do your ears a favor, download it today. 